0: Welcome to the Body Smart Podcast, where we remove roadblocks to fitness and health to empower you to master your health habits. We help you become
1: body smart. Everything's recording and working okay. Hopefully we don't have problems like we did the other day. That was so annoying. But welcome Lori and other people as they hop on. Um, back pain is the topic today, and back pain's no fun, and it seems to affect everything everybody at some point in time ergonomic snow shovels for this one oh yeah that's a good good call since we're about to get hit by another snowstorm so Ooh. my house is saying that we should get three to five inches today and another one to three overnight so right. see. we'll see what actually happens those don't seem to be wildly accurate i, don't
0: know, I think that's like the only job
1: you can have and not where you're just wrong all the time. Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, and it's totally fine. Yeah.
0: Complex systems, right?
1: Right. I don't know. NFL players, uh baseball players like only What's get your a hit. Average? Yeah. yeah. Only get a hit one third of the time. They're only on it one third of the time and they are a Hall of Famer, so True, yeah. true. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. So anyway, um excited to yeah, talk about low back pain. I think the ergonomic snow shovel thing is a really good um, question. Uh, snow shoveling in general is uh, rough uh, on the back just because it's an activity we don't normally do, and then all of a sudden we do it intensively. Um, so have you had low back pain then, Lori? Um, has that been something that's bothered you in the past? Uh, that so, that's, I guess, the question for everybody is is like, when was the last time you had low back pain? Have you dealt with that before? It's kind of one of those universal things where all of us have had some level of back pain or strain or, or problems. So uh, mostly in the winter because of shoveling. There you go. Yeah, um, and, and again, when you think about it, we talk about that whole load versus capacity concept, right, of, of when we overload something, Because it's not bolstered up to be able to have the capacity to handle that something. And we all of a sudden load it up super heavy, like a whole shovel full of snow, repeatedly over and over again. That's where our problems come from often. True. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It it gets harder and harder. So ergonomic snow shovels are tricky because they're meant more for pushing snow, not throwing snow. So I think they're great for pushing snow if you have that, but when we get into more and more, um, you know, deeper snow or, you know, higher loads, then, um, then it's not as helpful. Um, so the ergonomic shovels, the, the issue I have, they work if you're tall enough. If you're not tall enough, that's the problem I've had is the ergonomic shovels didn't seem to be tall enough for my height, and so, Um, the it didn't clean the snow very well because it was slightly tipped back and so that's it it's only ergonomic if you're the right height for it and so um, there may be different sizes I'm not sure so it's it's kind of one of those unfortunately kind of one of those things you have to try and see if it works for you Um, the best solution I have found and what I normally tell people is make sure that you keep your back straight that you bend at the hips not through the waist that you're that you're hinging at the hips and keeping that back straight head up um, so that you're you're not you know putting that load through your spine that you're putting it through your hips and glutes you make sure that your shoulders and hips are always facing the same direction so not twisting but that you're twisting through the hips so you probably can't see that You're twisting through the hips so your hips and shoulders are facing the same direction so you're pivoting through your feet you're not keeping your hips pointing this way and your shoulders turning so when we do that that causes more like torque on the back more more pain and pressure especially when we're bending forward if we're bending and twisting that puts a lot more load on the spine um, and then that load tends to find the weak link that one vertebrae that is is not able to handle that much load and then we we tend to have problems there. So um, what I recommend there is just taking smaller uh, scoops so that it's a a lower weight. I'd rather you do more reps but lower weight than trying to get as much on the shovel with every throw. I know it seems kind of annoying. Um, The other thing, so I actually made a video about this that I'll link up. uh, a couple of years ago I don't know how good it is I'll have to watch it again and see if it's any good um, I'll see if I can find it um, but where I talk about pushing the snow versus doing one strip at a time and then throwing that whole load of snow um, it's not as fast but it's also a lot more work versus so going kind of vertically down your driveway so if, if this is your driveway here So you go one strip down the middle where you, where you push it to the side, and then you come back pushing the other snow on the other way to the side. And you just keep doing that and pushing it further and further to the side. Cause you can take small strips of how much you push, um, so that you can handle pushing that much weight and you can move the snow really quickly. So if you only need to clear a path just for one car to get out, you can actually clear a car width path. Um, in like 2 or 3 minutes uh, if you need to. If you want to clear the entire driveway um, it it takes a little bit longer but it's still faster but it also ergonomically because you can keep your hips and shoulders uh, in the same direction and you just push the snow, push the snow so it's just arm movements or even better you can step into it and keep the shovel kind of right at your hip or hold the same position with the shovel and you just move and step with your legs to push the snow and use your body weight to move the snow instead of kind of reaching out with your back and your arms that can hurt uh, shoulders and low back because we're not used to shoveling. So, uh, you know, maybe what we should start doing is like late October start to uh, go get a pile of rocks, uh, pea gravel that you shovel back and forth from bucket to bucket or something that right. to practice. I don't know, it's just an activity we don't do a ton of.
0: Yeah, which I think is, you know, obviously things like squats and deadlifts don't exactly mimic the demands of shoveling, right, because it's a dynamic activity. I mean, both are, but it's 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 single-plane movements with deadlift squat and stuff. But still, being able to tolerate those loads, understanding the mechanics of how to move, so that you are moving at the hips, you're used to what that feels like moving at the hips versus just bending at the lower back, I think is definitely helpful. And honestly, like, planning, knowing that we live in a snowy area, like planning some more things like that in the routine, I think actually is a great idea, like anticipating it and planning ahead versus having to deal with the
1: repercussions afterwards. Right. (laughs) Uh, Right, another thing to think about too with with like the ergonomics of it is keeping the snow load closer to your body when you Mm -hmm. do have to throw it. What you don't want to do is have it clear, like holding the shovel near the end and so the weight is clear out uh, far away from you. It's better to take a scoop and then slide your hand down the shovel so that your hand is near the scoop of the shovel so that the weight of the snow is closer to your body. The further away that weight is, the more torque it causes in your hips and low back, the more you're having to stabilize to hold it. So take a smaller scoop, slide your hand up, and then throw It's going to give you a little bit more ergonomic advantage to make the load on your body a little bit less yeah Yeah, preparing for that that's that can be tricky because it is all of a sudden and I I catch myself doing this all the time I kind of really like shoveling snow I don't know why what is going on I don't know Sorry, everybody. I'm not sure why it keeps dropping the call. Um, super frustrating. Um, anyway, the, the, what was I gonna say about it? Darn it. You love shoveling snow. Oh, oh I love shoveling snow. Yes, thank you. Um, I love shoveling snow. It, it's this weird thing. I really like it. I'll go do the neighbors and their sidewalks and driveways and porches and all that stuff. Um, I just enjoy because it's out i'm moving i'm physical i can listen to a book while i'm doing it and and things like that like i i really enjoy it but i often go to gangbuster and wind up getting injured um or, or just wind up being sore the next day and stuff like that so it definitely is one of those things break into it slowly one of the biggest pieces of advice i have is uh, do it several times throughout a snowstorm instead of waiting for all the snow to fall and then cleaning the driveway. I know that seems like a little counterintuitive or a little crazy like, why not just wait for it all to fall rather than doing it twice? But you're throwing so much less snow. And oftentimes if you can clean the driveway, the rest melts as it falls. Um, so I, I like to do a, a shovel before I go to bed so that I don't wake up with as much snow in the morning. Um, and I'll often do it several times throughout a snowstorm um, as well, well, rather than waiting for it to all fall. Um, that way I'm not throwing quite as much, especially if it's a wet or heavy snow, hmm. then I definitely try to do it more frequently. And it's a little frustrating to watch it like build back up as you're still shoveling, but it's better um, than than waiting for eight inches of heavy snow. So
0: True. I think another thing to pay attention to is, What does the rest of your activity throughout the day look like? Mm -hmm. So one of the places that we get Mm -hmm. into trouble a lot of times is that something like this happens, right? Uh, A snowstorm comes in, something we're not used to doing, and then we don't modify anything we do the rest of the day. So we basically get the workout of doing the snow shoveling as well as maybe we're doing like a running workout, maybe we're doing a lifting workout that day, you know, maybe we're um, just super busy on our feet, whatever the job is. And and so you just, again, it's this load versus capacity and you just add a whole bunch of load. And so, you know, uh, like today we're anticipating a winter storm over tonight and and, and tomorrow. And so thinking about that and saying, okay, like this is kind of what I had planned, is there a way to modify those plans, um, knowing that I'm gonna have to be doing some shuffling, right, can I can I dose down the exercise a little bit? Am I okay maybe skipping an exercise session that was supposed to be a little bit more intense? or or, right. or like backing off of deadlifts, or yep. something like that. Yeah, right. so that's the other thing to, yeah, so we want, in preparation, like as a long-term thing, deadlifts, squats are good, but they fatigue those muscles that help support your back and keep you upright, your postural supporting muscles, and so yeah, I think that's that's great advice, right. is that like, yeah, it might be a time to to not do that so those areas aren't fatigued as much and you can maintain control and and contraction in good form as you're lifting the snow
1: right yeah that added stability um maybe from the muscles not being as fatigued from your workout may help so uh you just got permission to skip a workout maybe um (laughs) no not skip a workout but switch it up like dumb it down whatever um, if you're anticipating a big snowstorm or if you just shoveled a bunch may not You know be a good idea to go get the same level of workout in that you were anticipating I actually use my watch and I track my shoveling uh, <laughs> of often. You do. I
0: love it. Right
1: well not always but often So if it's a bigger snowstorm, and I know I'm gonna be out there for a while Or I know I've got a couple of hours so I'm gonna do the neighbors and stuff like that because then I want to see What is the load like mm. how hard did I work? Mm. What is the load that I just put on? Uh, on myself with that so just depends. If it's just to clear the driveway real quick so I can get my car out, um, not not as big of a concern. But if I'm clearing the whole driveway and my neighbors and stuff like that too, I'll often like put on a book, track it with my watch, and and call it, you know, a bonus workout or or sometimes even my workout for the day. So if I get enough, you know, movement and steps and stuff like that in, then great. So, um, yeah, that. That's a great question, Lori. I love that you uh, had us go there because I think that's so like, obviously important for right now today. And, and low back pain is a major causer, or, or uh, snowstorms are a major causer of low back pain. We, we see that a lot, uh, some uptick of that. Um, so when talking about low back pain, there are a few common types. So the snow shoveling type is that muscle strain fatigue type or sometimes a disc bulge type. And sometimes you can get both of those at the same time—the uh, muscle strain um, and muscle pain, as well as a disc bulge. So disc bulges um, are characterized by um, usually radiating pain. It doesn't have to shoot down the leg or things like that. It can, but doesn't always have to. Usually, it's just pain that starts in one area and then spreads out across your back or into your buttock, um, or you know, or the top of your your bum. And, and then can, as it gets worse, go down the leg. And when it starts to go down the leg, we tend to get more like nervy feeling with it. It's itchy, twitchy, annoying. It's uh, uh, shocks of pain occasionally, like lightning bolts of pain that go down the leg when we pinch that uh, uh, nerve with the disc. And so that's, that's kind of one type. So sometimes with shoveling, we can get both a combination of the fatigued uh, muscle strain as well as a disc bulge. Um, disc bulges, as awful as they sound.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> it's so annoying that it comes on with everything muted and stuff too, so we can't just jump back on. Truth. Ah, sorry again. So as awful as they sound, disc bulges are actually not... Um, as scary as they as they as we make them out to be. Everybody has disc bulges. Everybody's walking around with one or more bulging discs. Statistically speaking, if you're over 40, like you have at least one, <laughs> um, or have had, um, and they come and go, and and they're really only a problem when they're impinging on a nerve. And so sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But I believe it's like 50 percent or 60 percent of 40 year olds with no back pain or walking around with um, one or more disc bulges. So it's just part of living and and existing and so it's just managing that when you do have one that's painful moving in the right way so that it doesn't increase your pain and strengthen your back, strengthen your core so you can maintain good ergonomics and then that disc doesn't bulge out against the nerve. and so It's just about learning how to manage it. So if you're dealing with that give us a call ASAP. So if you're shoveling and you feel like, ooh, I overdid it, let us know so we can help you.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, with, with back pain, as with most kinds of pain, like the quicker that we get on top of it, the quicker that we can get rid of it, that we can deal with it. Um, but I think it's important to understand with any of those uh, types of back pain, to just, the back is incredibly strong, right? mm. <laughs> like Like <Yeah. laughs> like it's it's supported by super tough ligaments, by a ton of muscles and like it's it's you know it's working against gravity anytime you're up and moving right the right. The, the back muscles are some of the most con- constantly used muscles right. in our entire body right um, and so understanding that like the structure it's it's inherently stable it's a strong thing and so um, really the the when we get back pain it's not so much that you have a, a bad back or bad genetics or, or different things, right? There's some right. things that maybe make you a little bit more susceptible to to certain types of back pain. But the bottom line is that like everyone can get stronger to a degree. And the most of the problems are really not an issue with the back. It's just that again, load versus capacity issue. Like how is the strength of your entire body? How does it move as a system? Because if any one part of that of your, of your movement isn't doing its job, any one area, any set of muscles, then the force has to go somewhere, right? It doesn't just disappear, that'd be nice. And so, for any given person, right, maybe it's the back experiences more of that, maybe it's the knees, maybe it's the foot and ankle, right? Injuries are, are a consequence of overloading, and so really the treatment, um, even though it might d- differ in the beginning, ends the same for every type of back pain. It's, let's get you really strong, and let's help you control that strength as you move um, for whatever thing you're doing, whether it's running or you know kayaking or playing soccer, so that your body can adapt to right. and handle any sport, any demand that you put it
1: through. Right, yeah, I mean pickleball, believe it or not, there's a lot of back injuries with pickleball because you're reaching down low you've got to bend lift and twist all at the same time we're reaching down for a ball it's not uncommon that people will kind of tweak their back um playing pickleball or other you know activities that are fun and and engaging and stuff like that honestly one of the most common back injuries that we see is like i was picking up a paper clip or i was you know like it's it's usually we fatigue ourselves right i (laughs) sneeze yeah i've had that actually for sure where people fatigue themselves with something else throughout the day, and then they go to do something very routine, and it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Not, It wasn't that the activity that they did, picking up a paperclip, was no big deal. And so, like Mark said, to be able to prevent these things in the future, the key is um, being able to do the strengthening, to have enough core strength, core stability, and, and control of that, sh- stability and strength um, to be able to move in ways that that keep you safe. So um, as far as, you know, the other common types of low back pain, I would say the other common type is more arthritic changes. So those are people that uh, actually feel better sitting and and movement hurts at first and then warms up and feels better um, once they can get moving, but standing is miserable for them But prolonged sitting is actually more comfortable for people with more of the arthritic changes and degenerative uh, changes in the back. Whereas people that like to move, but then when they're sedentary or in one position doing one thing for too long, um, that's usually more of the the disc problems. Um, Discs don't like being in one position for too long. That's what causes them to kind of bulge out. Um. And so keeping moving for, for that type is really, really helpful. As well as with the arthritic type, the more you move, the actually less that that kind of ache and pain can, can set in. And so it, it feels better to sit, but then it makes it worse when you've sat for too long. So um, the muscle strain type, kind of what to do there is usually just keep using it, just use it more gently, um, and it heals it on its own pretty well. Um, things like massage feel good and, and can kind of relieve some of the symptoms short term. It's really about you know, strengthening that back up and, and keeping it moving and, and it will heal within you know three to five weeks the pain usually. Oh. Nah.
0: So
1: weird. So weird, I don't know why it's doing this. We got to email them again. Um, yeah, but within three to five weeks, um, the, the strain type pain is usually gone and it's, but it's kind of easy to re-injure it. And so you still want to use those good mechanics and start strengthening it. Um, with the other types of low back pain, obviously arthritis can come and go, the, the severity of that for quite a long time. It doesn't really go away um, unless we keep strong and keep moving. Uh, the disc pain uh, usually we can eliminate the pain and again that like same three to five weeks we can turn the volume down on the pain you'll still get tweaks and twinges and stuff um, but usually six to eight weeks there before it it's gone gone and can be longer if we re injure it um, or, or use poor mechanics are you guys still with us so I feel bad I see some people still on it looks like it, it pops back on Um just making sure that you guys can still hear me and that everything's working. I'm so sorry that it keeps kicking us off. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Sorry. Um but yeah, it's super annoying. But um so, you know, we've we've kind of hit those main things of of what uh to do for low back pain, you know, well, or or like what the types are, what to do is usually keep moving. And I, I would say the biggest thing is give us a call right away. Yep. Uh, if you're experiencing that, give us a call right away so we can help you know what to do for the type of low back pain that you have. Um, and then, yeah, if there are specific activities or things that, that flare up your back pain, let us know so that we can help you like design a way to either do that better, improve your ergonomics, or um, strengthen that for that specific task. Um, so Lori had a great question early on about, you know, shoveling and snow shoveling. So I'll post the video that I made about that. Um, maybe I'll make another one if I find that one's really bad. I don't have a beard in that video, so I apologize if it looks really weird because um, it, it's weird to see myself without a beard. That is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so I may make another one because there's a few points that I didn't make in that first one that, uh, that I'd like to make. Um, but are there any other kind of low back scenarios where you know things that you do where you get low back pain that or where that's kind of flared up or been a problem for you in the past I'd love to hear about those so we can talk kind of about those specific situations and scenarios kind of like we did with snow shoveling with Lori Um, is there other things that you found that kind of irritate your your back Or are you still with us?
0: Nope. I think it booted people off.
1: Well, uh, So it, it would say that the other day, that it booted people off, but then uh, they yeah, would still make comments and we stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Shannon's typing. So I think she's still on there. So goofy. Those technology. Yeah. Maybe I just need to restart my computer. Maybe it's a my computer thing, but. No, because it happened with mine, too. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Well, and, like I, every device I try. Yeah, it's booting everybody off, too. So... Yeah, I don't think it's booting us off. Yeah, okay. Well, um, well, then, give us some examples, because I'd love to talk about specific things for you guys, because that's that's definitely more impactful if we can uh, talk about things that have bothered you. And maybe we've just got a group that doesn't really have much low back pain, which that's is great. awesome. <laughs> that's That's the way to be. Um, but shoveling, definitely, this time of year can can be a big trigger. So keep that weight close to your body. Push smaller amounts of snow. Push it to the edges and then throw it. Um, and, and, yeah, smaller strips instead of big, long strips down the whole driveway and then trying to throw it. Um, yeah, push it. So hopefully that video will, will demonstrate that better for you. Um, Yeah, I think let's wrap up before we get booted off again. But thanks so much for joining all. If you do have questions about your low back pain, please drop it in Geneva here and we'll we'll get to you and uh, find a specific solution for you. Stay safe out there in the snowstorm today. And we look forward to seeing you on the next call next week. We've got a great lineup of calls. Uh, We were going through the topics and really excited about it. So stay tuned. We'll post those tomorrow, what all the calls will be for next week. And uh, excited to see you then. Let's get this new year started off right with no low back pain. All right. See you then.
0: Thanks for listening to the Body Smart Podcast. Join us in the Body Smart community on Facebook to share your successes or ask a question for our next episode. Now get out there and take the next step for living your active lifestyle.